Welcome, everybody, to Lunch Academy episode 007. I am your co-host, Sam, and to the right of me, as always, the star of the show. Still don't have a nickname for her yet. <laughs> Shade. We're Su- taking in suggestions. We are take- If you're listening live right now on Facebook, we want some good nickname suggestions, all right? I have never had a nickname in my life. I'm still waiting. What was wrong with Make something S? happen. Shade Souk, get creative. Apparently, Double S is not popular. We should do a poll of like <laughs> the worst nicknames, period. So, um, welcome back, everybody that's listening, and welcome back yourself. Um, yes. Are you enjoying the weather today? Yes, it's great. I mean, it's kind of cloudy. Which I, it's, I, mm. I feel like last time, we, we first of all, we went overtime, but then after that, we, we did a fatal mistake we didn't talk we didn't talk about the weather last time time. so we We apologize we're so sorry it's very unprofessional of us and we had one job i i had a talk with sam about it she was she was very strict she didn't let me eat lunch for a week (laughs) he didn't prompt me into Um, giving the weather forecast so what is the weather forecast today today is cloudy you may think that it's hot out it's not it's breezy and cold Tomorrow is going to be sunny and beautiful, so plan some outdoor activities. I'm going to go do Dies Vistas, great yeah. hike. What? Every, every week Dies you come Vistas. out with like this yeah. new place. Check it like out. Last week you did what? The What did I do last week? I did Tunnel Bluff, Tunnel Bluff. and BCMC. Yeah. BCMC. Um, okay, we're having technical difficulties. Let's I'm going to pop away. Come back. Come back. I'm getting nervous to be on camera alone. Come back. Back. Okay, Sam is back. It's all good. Sorry, so, I panicked. What I we pa- experienced just now was called dead air. So for the people listening on the podcast in on this, they won't see this. Okay, great. But for the people live, we're sorry. I'm not sorry. It was actually pretty funny. I, I think we should do more time on air with just shouting. Our producer lady also right now is eating faux while producing, and I am just nervously looking at her bowl of faux on top of the computer. Just don't water damage anything. Please. It's dry. It's dry. <laughs> don't worry. It's my computer. It's no problem. Anyway, right, what are we talking fine. about? We're talking about the weather. Yeah. What happened with it and what's going to happen next? Should I be yeah, wearing it? It's going to be sunny. It's going to be sunny. I don't know. It kind of looks pretty rainy. Sunday might be shitty, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear the broccoli crunching. <laughs> 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 it's gonna get us get us a while to catch back up on this but but so so sunny throughout is it gonna get hotter or yeah it's gonna be really hot on saturday i still have like you can you can wear your tank tops on saturday it's gonna be good tank tops and sandals on saturday Tank tops and sandals yeah all right find a lake to sit next to but last week you weren't here no i was away in san francisco thanks for the invite and i was just the whole time in my head, as I was <laughs> walking around, I could not get the song out of my head. Which if song? you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear flowers in your hair. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> I I join in, but yeah. I have no, I've never heard the song in my life. I know you guys know the song. I don't. I don't know the song. Well, <laughs> this is like, not. This is not a bit. Just I imagine don't know me song. walking around San Francisco singing that song to myself. That was pretty much it. Okay. It was great. I loved it. What What was the weather like there, though? It was beautiful. We got really lucky because usually it is sort of cold in San Francisco no matter what. We did get one really hot day. That was awesome. Um, sun throughout the whole time. Um, we went to the beach. It was it was not bad. It's actually, like we spent a whole afternoon at the beach and it wasn't that cold. I did have a sweater on, but I had shorts and I mm. fell asleep on the beach. 
which meant I got a great short tan. And my my face looks super tan and my hands look super tan, but everything else is pretty much white. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens in San Francisco. You fall asleep on the beach. I've with a sweater into a beach in San which which part of San Francisco which part of the bay are we talking about here So oh, it's this is bad because I literally don't know north and south but <laughs> there's Baker's turning beach, into a geography and then person. there's like the marina next to Pier 39 so those are on opposite yeah. sides Yeah so I went to the Baker Beach side So the west side Yeah okay, okay. the west side and there's another beach before Baker's Beach and I went there and we walked from there all the way through Baker's China Beach uh, through the Golden Gate Park, all the way to the, Go- the Golden Gate Bridge, and yeah. then around back to Pier 39. No, we didn't. And I didn't oh, okay. even know you could do that. Yeah, you can. I would have totally... My friend didn't even say anything. He's been to San Francisco like seven times. I thought you weren't allowed. No, was, you're you're allowed. I, I, I only walked half of it, and I walked half of it back, so I told myself I walked all of it. But then if I walked all of it, then it'd be like walking you walk twice. twice. Yeah. So that's... That's not a Sam That's move. not That's not efficient. <laughs> So well, I walked it once. I'll have to go back <laughs> to do that. Was this so? So was it your first time in San Francisco? My first time in San Francisco. I had lots of preconceived ideas of how it was going to be. I had heard so much. She was looking for hover cars. Yeah, I was. Looking, I was like San Francisco. You know, the city of the future, Silicon Valley, tech, all of it. And I got there, and I was like, "This is crazy. It's like a city that looks like it's from the '90s or the '80s, but..." It's the most high-tech hub of the world. No, not of the world. Period. Maybe it's all know. underground. I don't know. The only high-tech thing I saw that was visible to the eye was everybody going around in uh, those scooters that you can rent out. Oh, yeah? And then you can literally dip were they anywhere. Were they orange? They had different ones. Like, yeah. There's so many scooters. And so you can pick it up anywhere and kind of like you would for, like, what are our bikes here in Vancouver? What are they called? More, I don't know. Anyways, the ones that you biking is working. I don't bike, <laughs> but you can just rent it out on your app and then take the scooter. And then when you're yeah. done, you just literally leave it wherever you want. Yeah, I so, thought that was crazy. So one one of those companies is called Spin. Okay. So Spin Ewan is actually from from Vancouver originally. So he's down oh. in the valley right now. Um, pretty good buddy of of Alex's. I also know him. We well, played hockey together. I was his backups backup. Yeah, um, there was also the same system for bikes that were all solar powered. Yep, which I thought was really cool. So they was. There's some areas like that that I could definitely see um, a little bit of, and they have, I mean, they have Uber, like. Yeah, uh, Uber is more my style than bikes that where I have to use uh, exert energy. Four days with Uber made it so that. You can't I go just, back. I just, I came back and I felt immediate depression. Like, <laughs> I cannot Uber. I have to think of the bus. If I call a cab, it's going to take 10 minutes. Ah, <laughs> I'll just walk. <laughs> But it was great walking. to have Uber while uh, walking around the city because I'd walk around and sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of lost and kind of done with walking. And I'd just be like, pick me up. And within 30 seconds, an Uber was there. But everything else was pretty archaic. I mean, the architecture of it all, they've kept all their heritage buildings intact, which is so beautiful. Uh, but it's so, it makes a contrast. It's a, it's a funny contrast in the city when you walk around. This is the most intense tech hub. So you, in went, through, you went through the Tenderloin, right? Yes. I go into that. That was kind of crazy. There's definitely, I mean, you can see the the gap between the poor and the rich in San Francisco, San Francisco so clearly. And um, it's it's bad. But there's, I mean, there's poverty everywhere, right? But it's really visible in San Francisco. I don't know if it's worse than other places. I just think that it's 
it's definitely visible. And you walk through neighborhoods and it was like one block, it's fine. The other block, not fine. One block, fine. It really varied through neighborhoods. Even in like the nicer side of towns, there was always some areas that were not as great. That were crappy. And I've, I heard that there's like a really high percentage of mental illness. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. Are they tired <clears throat> of the wind? and then go crazy. I don't know. Could, so could you see yourself living there? Um, at first, everybody that I told I was going to San Francisco told me, you're going to love it. I'm so sure you're going to want to move there. I'm like, okay, okay. And I went, but no, definitely not. I don't see myself wanting to live there long term. I think that Vancouver, if I were to compare it to Vancouver, the lifestyle I get here and I don't know, the cleanliness. cleanliness. The, it just feels you're, pure when you're out here. You get the mountains. You're really you just thinking about the human defecation that you saw. Yeah, I saw a lot of human poo <laughs> on the sidewalks. But that's not the reason. I just think that, I don't know. I Compared to Vancouver, I'd, I'd rather live here so far from the vibe that I got from it all. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't want to pay 3000 plus for having four roommates in a 100-year-old apartment. <laughs> nope. That's- no, thank you. That's fair. That's fair. And but like, but like on the topic of of, and if you guys haven't figured it out by now, we're only going to be talking about San Francisco the whole day today. Good things, bad things, ugly things, and of course, poop. Um, <laughs> but but like, did you? I know you mentioned that you only felt like you saw tech a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Did it seem like a place where like the most brilliant minds, the tomorrow's future is being built? Did you get that vibe at all? And part of it is you were there on the weekend, so yeah. maybe not, not all, yeah. you didn't get to see as many people or, or go to a meetup or something like that. But. Not, yeah, I, I feel like I definitely I didn't get to experience um, the tech side of San Fran. I went there as a tourist and just walked around and ate ice cream, so I can't say much about it. But to like your first impression that you get of it, definitely not. It's, that's why the contrast is kind of interesting, the mm-hmm. fact that you wouldn't peg it as that, but then you look into the history of it all and you're like, yeah. whoa, this place is insane. And then also I wasn't really aware of the big difference between actual San Francisco and the Silicon Valley and Santa Clara and all those places mm-hmm. where it's a big area. It's called yeah, the Bay area. Yeah. So definitely I I'd love to go back and visit that area as well. And I feel like I'd get a way different vibe from it. You'd need a car. Yeah. Or a lot of Ubering. Yeah. Big Uber budget. <laughs> but I mean like that did lead us into when we were talking about this, I know preparing for the show, mm-hmm. like how did, silicon valley come to be okay yeah that was really interesting because so preparing for this episode made me actually look into it all she, and i knew by look into she means like she she wikied i i <laughs> no, i read some articles and so, um in carta but i didn't and if i felt kind of stupid that i didn't know at all like how silicon valley came to be and i work for a tech incubator i should know better um mm. but i looked into it and this is kind of interesting um for all of you guys who already know this i'm sorry but uh, for you, those of you who don't, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Broader history classes. Yeah. So it all started in the 1800s when San Francisco, I mean, the port of San Francisco helped make it a hub for telegraph and radio industry. So it started, it all started with the telegraph and radio industry. And then in the 1900s in San Jose, um, they based one of the first U.S. radio stations. So already that was like a big technology advancement. Having a radio. The geography station. lesson is, is San Jose to San Francisco is actually like a two-hour drive. Yeah, same it's area. It's far. No, same area. Yes. Anyways, um, 
Uh, and then mid 1900s, uh, the Navy established a base there to start doing research on aerospace stuff. I'm not going to go into the details, but then the, so the aerospace industry came in, and then also it was radio and aerospace. And I think aerospace was kind of more responsible for what Silicon Valley is like now. Well, they were researching yeah. the Infinity Stones. Yes. Okay. Now you went into detail. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then oh, that was... shortly, I don't know, <laughs> shortly after that, um, HP came and they were wa- working on, I don't even know what this is. Um, then, oscilloscopes? Yes. What are oscilloscopes? oscilloscopes? It's got something to do. I think, okay. I don't know. Cool. I'm just guessing. I didn't get enough time to research into that. But then during the World War II, they started creating some radar and artillery artillery technology um and at that point computers were the size of a room probably double this room or triple this room which is pretty crazy SWAT captain america um and then i mean they started advanced they started getting companies popping up for computer processors and um in the 1960s stanford research institute took this took part in the I'm going to butcher this again, ARPANET, ARPANET, Government Research Project, and that then became the internet. Yep. So I guess trickle effect. Um, it's cool that Stanford played a key role in it as well. And in 1970s... Scholastic smart people played a role in technology. Really, yeah, I mean, the Silicon Valley has Stanford. Like, how can anyone compete with that? But anyways, in the 1970s, um, Xerox came into play. And they started working on computer, early computer technology and um, made the Ethernet and things like that. Um, and then by the end of the 1900s, Apple, Oracle, Yahoo, PayPal, Google, they were all there. They all got founded in the same area. And now in, the, in our kind of era, in the 2000s, Facebook, Twitter, Uber, all got founded in the same area. So it was just trickle effect of some the first start of kind of crazy innovation happened to happen in that area and then made it so that companies around it fed off of that. And mm-hmm. it's inter- interesting that it started with satellite radio and aero. Not satellite radio, like XM, like actual yeah. radio. Radio, sorry. Okay, not serious radio. I mean, telegraph and radio. Shout out to those guys, another dying technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was interesting. I thought that was pretty cool the way it went from industry to industry and yeah. And that's, that's the Silicon Valley we know today. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I think anybody in tech is going to look at Silicon Valley as, as kind of like the, the center. And I don't think I'm denying that either. Um, in fact, like we, there's a couple of things that, you know, here in Vancouver we're doing, we're doing, um, in connection in conjunction with San Francisco, obviously our big conference, um, traction conference in August, that brings a lot of the high tier speakers and they're all flying up from the valley all the way, I guess, what you call the Cascadia Mountains, mm-hmm. um, Cascade Mounts, something Cascadia. like that. No, Cascadia, right. something, something like that. Um, we're back into hiking. Um, Those mountains but, are beautiful. But all the way up the coast and and we have a pretty strong connection there. But like there, were, you were telling me there were some other groups that, that are doing stuff down. Yeah, so. Both, back, both ways back and forth. Yeah, we've got some cool stuff happening connecting Vancouver to that area. Um, one of them being um, the Canadian Women's Network. Google that because it's pretty cool. They've been in Canada helping um, women entrepreneurs 
get funding and build their companies and make the right connections. But now they are extending that to Silicon Valley to help Canadian women get those right connections in Silicon Valley and potentially get investors out there and kind of get the lay of the land. And actually that's being launched in a couple of weeks. So they're doing a bunch of events. Yeah, they're doing a bunch of events for their launch. Are there events here? Events in Silicon Valley. Yeah, so it starts, I think it's June 11th and it's a week worth of events and they have really cool panels like powerhouse panels of all these insane women CEO founders of crazy technology. And um, all of that was started by this lady, Joanne. Joanne cool. Fedeco. So shout out to Joanne for doing some really great work for women in tech and now extending that to Silicon Valley and hopefully building that bridge um, between Vancouver and Silicon Valley or BC and Silicon Valley for women. We also have um, our co-founder out in San Francisco right now for the AWE conference. The like uh, I actually have to look up whether you pronounce it awe or A-W-E. I didn't want to sound stupid on air. We also bug them because um, Alex is on the board for the ARVR Association. Excuse and me, it's VRARA. VRARA. <laughs> and so if you say it really fast, it sounds terrible. VRARA. VRARA. Um, but yeah, so that's happening right now in San Francisco, and it's the number one conference for VRAR. And um, he's out there right now demoing his new mixed reality stuff, his with the technology that I, I talked about it a couple yeah, episodes away. And oh, so that's enough plugs for you. Yeah, yeah. He's out there uh, doing some good work. Also, the Vancouver VR AR Association is out there. So shout out to Dan Berger for representing Vancouver and making connections and trying to link the VR AR world of Vancouver to the Silicon Valley because... We could definitely use it. I mean, we've done some really good stuff here in Vancouver for For virtual reality. And it's good to have uh, some awesome representatives out there um, spreading the word about Vancouver. And we actually have an event down there too. Yes, coming up soon in a couple of weeks. June June, June 21st. June 21st. We have have a a couple CXO dinners that we're Mm. doing in Vancouver and San Francisco. But the the June one is going to be in San Francisco. Um, yeah. We have we actually have a couple of our, our companies that are flying down there to go as well. I know shout out mm-hmm. to Meziad and Turgay. Um, yeah. Awesome addition. to be able yeah. to bring out our startup visa companies and giving that opportunity to ace get their step into Canada and then immediately into Silicon Valley. Um, so it'll be cool to see them mingle and yeah, get some good for connections. Sure. For and sure. so it's the CXO dinners that we're doing is uh, prelude event to our CXO summit, which is happening in our traction conference in August. And this is just an opportunity to bring some C-suite level executives into the room together to talk about different topics um, that are big in tech today and kind of get them chatting and problem solving. And then out of that, we hope that they build great relationships and maybe build new ideas and whatever good stuff that comes out of it. Um, and so, yeah, that's happening June 21st. I will actually be there to take some photos and do some marketing. I will so, be here. Yeah. <laughs> I will have a show by myself with dead air. It's great. This is my first, um, travel for launch Academy. First travel. Yeah. Nice. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, spend, I will also enjoy it. I get to spend one day. I like flying in the morning and then fly out the next morning. But it'll be good. Stay tuned for that. We're going to be posting lots about it. I'll be doing a little recap video and posting that on our social media. And um, we'll have some 
really awesome people from the Silicon Valley and also 10, yeah, 10 executives from Vancouver flying down to um, just for that dinner. So, so what I wanted to get your thoughts. There's just been a term that I know I haven't used it too much, but we're throwing it around a little bit, definitely being, you know, in the seats that we are in, we, we get a lot of it. Um, and the term is called Silicon Valley North. Yeah. And really that's implying that Vancouver or us here are, are shaping ourselves up to be the Silicon Valley mm-hmm. of the North. What are your, I, I have some opinions. It's on like that. when you call McGill the Harvard of Canada. Have you heard of that? <laughs> Yeah. Have you heard of Coquitlam <laughs> College is the Harvard of Coquitlam? <laughs> McGill. Yeah. I mean, I was happy with it because I went to McGill. But like, really? The Harvard of... I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, McGill Badgers or whatever your school name is. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this Silicon Valley North. Um, I mean, I think that's taking it a bit. That's a stretch. It's definitely a stretch. A stretch. We can't compare ourselves to Silicon Valley. Like... In, in just how we saw this in the little history lesson that I gave you guys is that they've got a deep history and technology and that's what makes it so great. They've got an, an intense past that have brought some really in, smart people and in a lot of money to fund these big projects and that goes back all the way back to the 1800s. So Vancouver is lacking, I guess, that, like the the history yep. that builds so, up to building such a strong ecosystem. It doesn't happen overnight. And I mean, hundreds of years, Silicon Valley shows it. Yep. It literally takes. So when you were, when you were talking about the history and I was mm-hmm. thinking about this idea of Silicon Valley North, it felt a lot like, okay, if we wanted to recreate what happened in Silicon Valley, let's say for, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. let's just say we wanted to, it's like we have to kill the dinosaurs, bury them, and, and wait for the gas to come out in a million years. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what were the top industries in Vancouver in the 1800s? Like, what's Vancouver's history? Uh, was Vancouver around in the 1800s? No, was it? Like, what, no, the, it what happened in the BC West it Coast wasn't. in the 18? Was it still forestry? Was it still mining? No, it was gold mine. Yeah, still mining. Yeah. So, yeah, so it goes to show, like, pretty much you're not in control of what industry is going to establish early in a certain region, but it does set the pace for the future. Yeah. And though, so Vancouver has transitioned a lot from that mining and forestry to tech and it popped up. What, like how long ago? Not even that long ago. <laughs> I can't even say, but it wasn't that long ago when those big head offices started moving to Vancouver, like Microsoft and like Two, three Facebook. Yeah. Right so we just, we're newbies in, in, in the tech hub and we've done so well for the little time. Basically, we skyrocketed into being recognized as a tech ecosystem around the world in not that much time of having history in yeah. the tech industry. So that's for that, I feel very proud of Vancouver. And I think we have a lot of potential for in the future being something like Silicon Valley. But right now... Mm-hmm they're like, you know, they're in a whole different life stage or like, I guess, cycle that yep. we are in. And, and we and, can look forward to that. But. And so here, here's my opinion of this. And and I have to kind of go into a longer spiel because I know if you just clip it, I'm going to get in trouble. And 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 the, the point is this. I think that Silicon Valley is actually very overrated. And oh. so if you, put, if you put a full pause on that, oh. I'm... I'm. I'm gonna. We're gonna this lose our sponsors. Is as bad as me stuff. saying that Beyonce yeah, is Beyonce overrated. Is overrated. We're not over that yet. Um, 
but but here here's where I'm getting at with this. Um, I was watching basketball the other night just because that's what I do when I'm not on air. Nice. Um, Golden State Warriors, Bay Area team. They've been to the finals four years in a row. Everybody says like they're they're the best team ever assembled. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to talk about names and stats and all that stuff, but they're a very very good team and they've been very good for now four years, right? Five years, um, and. And I think that it's and it's in tune because you know their teams from Oakland and from the Bay Area, so it makes a lot of sense to make that analogy. Mm-hmm. I feel like Silicon Valley are the Golden State Warriors of the tech world. Okay, which means that I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not denying that they're the best. Okay, and I'm not denying that they have a lot of talent. The the companies that are coming out of there are good mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I'm I'm what I'm saying is as I was watching that game, is they're not perfect. They're not yeah. who everybody necessarily needs to aspire to be. And it's just like the dinosaur thing, right? Yeah. Like we're not going to recreate Silicon Valley. Yeah. Just like one team, one day, and, and I'm a fan of the Warriors, one day somebody will be better than them, right? Maybe yeah. these guys will get old. Maybe maybe somebody yeah. will get injured. Whatever yeah. whatever it is, that's, that's the cycle goes, right? Somebody's going to beat them sometime. Mm-hmm. In the same way, Silicon Valley is at the top right now. Mm-hmm. But for anybody that's looking to them and they're trying to build their own, you know, ecosystem, Mm -hmm. I think looking to them and trying to mimic what they're doing is the wrong way to go about it. I think that they're very strong at a lot of things. For example, investors, right? Like we listed, you know, a whole bunch of the companies that came through the doors, HP, Apple, Uber, PayPal, Yahoo, you know, all those early employees there. What are they doing now? They're not just building things. Some of them are, but a lot of them are now investing back into the tech ecosystem, right? Those stock options. So so those things are not going to be replicated by a Vancouver, by a Calgary, by a Montreal. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine, right? But well, like I said, they're in a they're in they, a, a stage that pretty much they've gone through that and now they've got money to feed right exactly, back into it. Exactly. And and I'm not saying this with with just kind of just throwing it out there. I've mm-hmm. I've hosted hackathons down in Silicon Valley, multiple mm-hmm. hackathons. Um, I've also hosted hackathons elsewhere, Denver, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona, different mm-hmm. places, and the talent in those places are not like way below what happens in in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. It's very, very congested, mm-hmm. um, which means that you know if you're in one of these other cities like Vancouver, like a like a Denver, and Denver's not Denver's actually got a pretty good 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 hub because of oh, TechStars. Yeah. Um, but if you're in one of those other areas, there are advantages that you can take 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 advantage of. Mm-hmm by not being in Silicon Valley. And I feel like right. everybody's got to stop looking at, at not being in Silicon Valley, wherever they're from, as, not as a slight to them, but use it as an opportunity. Yeah. And, and I think that's yeah. the only way the entire tech ecosystem is going to move ahead. Because if we all look at, oh, well, well, all investors' money is in, is in San Francisco, so I don't got a shot if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm running my company at a trail. Yeah. Like, that's a loser mentality to me. And I think that diversity is always good. You want to have tech hubs that are have different strong suits, right? We can't yep. all be doing the same thing. And, and I mean, yeah, like we yeah. are in a different stage, but we have different strong suits yep. and we can't replicate what Silicon yep. Valley has done. And we shouldn't, what we should be doing is exactly what we're doing right now is building bridges between. Yeah. And there's ways to yeah. work with them and stuff like that, but exactly. like, so this, we can benefit from both. Yeah. Ecosystem. This is an encouragement to all yeah. the other Vancouver entrepreneurs, or if you're in Denver, yes, mm-hmm. like your location does play a piece. And I think I was mm-hmm. having a conversation with some of the, the international companies we were working with. Mm-hmm. The the word made in Brazil 
sounds different than made in Canada. That's just reality. It's not a great reality mm-hmm. and it's not something that, you know, we, we want to talk about, but it doesn't yeah. make a difference. If your shirt says it's made in Italy versus made in China, there's a difference, yeah, right? Sure. Um, but that being said, that doesn't mean that what you build isn't quality or isn't exactly. can't be Also, I'd like to know a bit more about what it's like to be an early stage startup in Silicon Valley. It's with, terrible. With all these really heavy players, how in the world do they get talent? Uh, they don't sleep. How they do they beg people like, to work on it must stocks? Be, yeah. On not stocks, but like because I mean, the wages out there are it's crazy up the roof, right? These, I mean, they're getting paid a lot, they're getting paid way, and then then everybody's competing through like monetary and then also just benefits like the benefits that they get. And it might not, it's not easy for an early stage company to provide these things. Be interesting seeing, yeah. And that's that's what you're starting to notice smart entrepreneurs do is they, they will fly in and they'll spend the dollars to, to raise capital wherever the capital is. Mm-hmm. And that's the scenario for, for our companies too, mm-hmm. is that's why we're building these bridges. I'm not saying that we don't need to work with Silicon Valley or we don't need Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. but you got to think a little bit smarter. Like play, There's places like Chicago, um, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and their, their cities are spending a lot of money doing heavy pitches, mm-hmm. pitches, encouraging companies to stay or move to those places mm-hmm. because and they're giving them benefits. And it's the same mm-hmm. with vancouver and you know canada as a whole that's why we have the startup mm-hmm. visa program that's why people are looking to move to canada yeah. be the foundation of of their companies not because we we have everything that silicon valley does but there's a, other advantages um and without going to launch yeah. spiel and selling canada today like yeah. that be having a company here can give you and then the bonus and the cherry on top is if we do need to make connections in the valley which we have Launch Academy being like a very good example of this. Yes. With what, two and a half hour flight? Yeah, it's great. There's definitely a good group of uh, executives that spend their life in between San Fran and Vancouver. Yeah. Where that's totally doable out here. And, yeah, and it's very here. common. Like, I mean, if you really wanted a rush job, you could go in the morning, come back at night, and yeah. still have time for dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And also the, the idea of getting in early too. The people who got in early in Silicon Valley and where they are now, I'd like to believe are the people who are getting in early in Vancouver. And well, like, awesome. you know, the Hootsuites and the Plenty of Fish and the Vigilant and all those really like Slack, all those insane companies that have started from Vancouver and got in early and, and I guess invested in Vancouver as an ecosystem and trusted that this was the best place to start their company, they're spearheading where our ecosystem is going to go. And hopefully they grow big enough that like those big companies in in Silicon Valley did, they put their money right back into the tech ecosystem. That's our hope. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I think that went more serious than I thought. I'll start from hiking. (laughs) But knowing we were going to talk about San Francisco today, I prepared a small game for us to play. And so it's really funny. You said that all throughout San Francisco, you were, you had a song in your head. Yeah. But when you talk about San Francisco, I have a different song in my head. Which one? Which is like everywhere you go. And I don't know the lines of the song, but it's oh, the Full House. House theme song. I love Full House. I have mixed feelings about Full House. But the game we're going to play today is called Full House or Full of It. Oh, So okay. I'm going to give you some facts and... And I'm not going to pretend like I knew 
I love when you these, come up with random games. These like names. This. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend I knew this stuff. So, so okay. I look. I did look it up. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna state a fact, mm-hmm. and you're gonna tell me whether it's Full House or full of it. Okay. A fact about the show. We'll oh, okay. Okay. So, so we'll start it off easy, and I didn't know this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So DJ. So DJ Tanner, one of the main characters in the show. Mm-hmm. We're getting a full-on experience of of the Full House. Yeah. Um. America's favorite San Francisco family, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, binge watch right now. Is it even on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Fuller I think House so. is on Netflix. So I think Full House is on Netflix too. Sure. Um, so anyway, the first fact is DJ stands for Donna Joe. Is that Full House or Full of It? Oh my God. She doesn't even know that. She so before the show, she told me, "Oh, I love Full House. I'm a big yeah, fan." I'm it like, doesn't I- mean I know what their abbreviations stand for. Um, I'm going to say Full House. Full House? Yeah. So it yes. does stand for Donna Joe. I know Donna. I just didn't know Joe. You could have made uh, that up. I thought it was like Joey. You know? <laughs> I thought there was something there. Anyway, Nikki and Alex. Do you know Nikki and Alex? The twins yeah, yeah. of uh, Rebecca. Is it Rebecca? Uncle Jesse? Whatever. Um, Should have revealed the name. Share, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> share a birthday with Michelle. And Michelle, I guess, is the youngest sister. Um, is this true? Full house or full of it? Clearly, you didn't watch this episode. I'm trying to think back to episodes when they had birthday parties and whether they had like drama about all having the same. I think they were actually born like no, during the course of the show, right? Full of it, because I remember Michelle having her own birthday party. Uh, this is apparently true. It's full house. What? Uh, you're you're gonna have to fact check me later if I'm wrong, producer okay. lady. If you can fact check us. Um, oh my god. Stephanie's favorite toy growing up was Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Yes. Full House. Uh, Isn't it a teddy bear? Yes, full of it. It's Mr. Bear. Oh, damn. You can't get me on technicalities like that. (laughs) Okay, another one. Bob Saget was not the first person cast for the role of Danny Tanner. So Danny Tanner is, I guess, the main character of the show, the dad. Um, Yeah, he wasn't the first person cast. He wasn't? He was not. He was not? um, He wasn't from the very start, you're saying? They had to recast him? Yeah, they recasted Bob Saget. Full of it. Full of it. You think he was the first one? Yeah. No, this is actually Full House. It was some dude named John Posey. But I remember the same guy from the start. No, no he he was he didn't make the show or something. I don't know. I've never heard of John John Posey in my life. Was I drunk the whole time I watched this show? Speaking of, <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, next one. Actress of DJ Tanner. Mm-hmm. Um. So whatever her name is. Um, is married to Vancouver Canucks superstar Pavel Bure's brother. Ooh. So Vancouver connection there. That's the that's the Cascadia connection from America's favorite San Francisco I want Valley. That to be true, so I'm going to say to be true. Full House. Full House. Yeah. So Cameron. Wait, is her name Cameron? Her last name was Cameron before. I don't, I don't even know why I'm name. cheering because I'm. Um, it is true. Two points. Her her husband is named Valerie Bure. That's a nice name for yeah. a man. For a man, Valerie. <laughs> it's, like, it's just, yeah, that's a nice name. I would like us, my son to be named Valerie. Valerie. <laughs> it's a Russian name. Okay. Um, last question. In poker, a full house is when a hand of five face cards, so Jack, Queen, or King. I don't know. Are played. So that's why it's like a full Wait. house, because it's a full house of people. Do you want me to repeat that? No, I'm going to say, yeah, full house. So in poker, do you play poker? You, you're big on no, board games. No, I played poker once. I was very 
weirdly good at it, but I don't remember any of the rules. Are you sure you were playing by the rules? I think I was just playing and got lucky, but I don't know. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yes. <laughs> what? That's a full house. A full house is when a hand of five face cards, jack, queens, or kings, are played. Producer lady, what's the answer? Yeah. Producer lady also doesn't play poker. Wow, nobody here plays poker. No, no she said yes. It's yeah. wrong. What? That's nowhere close. Why did you not? It's three of the same rank <laughs> and two of the same rank. So it's like threes and twos. Okay. A pairs and a triplets. Anybody want to volunteer to teach me how to play poker? So anybody want to teach her poker lessons? Yeah. Comments below. Um, so that's it. On that did, note, oh, I did terrible. You did terribly on this game. I did terrible. On I the note of poker, everybody should go out and watch the movie Molly's Game. It's so good. But I feel I like if I, if I knew how to play poker, the... <laughs> movie would have gone from like a 10 to a 20 because there was so much talk about the plays that were happening and and i didn't understand any of it but i was so into it molly's game so she watched this whole movie about understanding how the game is played and she still enjoyed it i got the gist of it but i feel like i would have liked it better if i knew the technicalities between the plays but it wasn't about playing poker it was about her leading all these crazy poker games and uh it being legal and then she did one thing and all of a sudden it was illegal and all of her fortune got taken away. Oh, I'm telling you guys too much. Watch it. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Cool. So any announcements? Oh yeah. Fun stuff. Announcements. We've got some cool events coming up. So on June 12th, we've got a lunch and learn about um, hiring and growing your dev team. So everybody is interested in that. I know you are. So if you're interested in hiring and growing your dev team, um, come join us with the VP of engineering at Clio Ooh. as he teaches us about How to growing your team. your team. And Clio, should hire? where should I hire? Yeah, Clio has got lots of support for that. So they, they know awesome. good. They've hired um, quite a few people. Yeah. So come, come join us on June 12th for that. And also June 27th, we've got an, another product hunt. We do these, I think, quarterly at this point. And they're a great opportunity to A, demo your product if you've got a a product that is ready to go and you'd like to present it you can apply to demo your product or you can register to attend and get a view into latest and greatest yeah latest and greatest some new early stage technology um our last demo day went so great and we had some of our members and then we opened it to the public so we've got tons of people that applied to demo and it was actually also good to see what the early stage tech world was doing outside of Launch Academy to try to keep us um, relevant, I mean, in tune sure. with what's happening. So yeah, great event. I'm not sure where exactly it's going to be hosted this time around. Last time we did it at WeWork, which is so awesome. But uh, yeah, June 27th. Stay tuned on our website for those details. Right? Yeah. Cool, cool. And on my end, I have to give a shout out to my buddy, Kellen, because he said he'd give me five stars um, <laughs> if, if I gave him a shout out. So here you go. I got you, man. Yeah, Dan, um, I gave you a shout out. You should do the same. Who? Dan. Burger. Yeah. I love his last name. I'm hungry. <laughs> Mr. Burger, please yes. give us five stars for us giving you a plug. Thank you yes, very much. Free plug. Uh, DanBurger.com. I don't know if that's your real website, but here you go. Plug. <laughs> um, but that being said, holy crap. It's I just When you were reading the announcements, I realized it's already June. We're halfway through yeah. this year. It's crazy. Don't tell me about it. It's my birthday um, soon. June 6th. 
Okay. Plug, plug for her birthday. <laughs> Shout out to Sade's mom. Thank you for giving us a co-host that we can ramble about every other week. Yeah. June 6th. It's your, it's your day, mom. Not my day. That's true. Your day. She did all the work. Yeah. I don't know why we celebrate me. I just popped out and I was like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) That's a North American thing. But on that note, make sure that you're following us on all the social media. And we are happy to announce that we actually have new handles. Yes. Um, Launch Academy HQ. No spaces, no dashes, Mm -hmm. no underscores, no overscores. Changed across the board. Launch Academy HQ. That's on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Yeah, and don't worry, if you do tag our old handles, it will get directed to a page that then tells you to go to Launch Academy HQ. But yeah, if you're going to tag us somewhere, if you're going to look us up, Launch Academy HQ. Make sure you're following us on all of that. If you're listening to this, make sure you're subscribing on iTunes and all the other tunes. I only know iTunes that has podcasts. (laughs) All those other ones like Pocket Cast, and I've never heard of any of those guys. Sorry, guys. Um, And on Anchor. We're on Anchor as well. Um, but yeah, make sure you're following all of us there and leave us a review. Remember, we will take four-star reviews. We will take five-star reviews. We will not take anything other than that. <laughs> um, but so, that being said, yeah. I am super hungry. It's yeah. very late. I have not eaten a thing today. Oh, we forgot to talk about National Donut Day. Today is National <sighs> Donut Day. I actually Woo. do remember it was National like Donut the Day. The best. I think my two favorite holidays are probably Thanksgiving and National Donut Day. That's so sweet. <laughs> Donuts are so sweet. The best. So, it's an archaic food. We need to move beyond that. <laughs> so it was my turn this week, and I thought about bringing you donuts. It really did. We could do, you know, your standard. It would have been really predictable. It, we could have done standard Timmy's, and and that's like very Canadian of us, a. Eh? Um, <laughs> we could have. I could have gone like fancier and something like that. I also thought about just trolling you and buying donuts from like Seven Eleven or something. Oh, something a little bit like that would have been so. Um, <laughs> stale or <laughs> whatnot but i decided not to and i'm and i'm almost sure you're gonna like this and okay. i'm almost sure you've never had it um but i would maybe call this like a cousin of donuts um not, any relatives some I'm sort down. of it's some sort of pastry okay so i'm gonna allow you to open it up um and i bought extra because i'm really hungry whoa this looks cool so this these are cream puffs. It looks like a profiterole. What are they called? Profiterole. What is like a, a profiterole? Big, a big Where, profiterole. She's using these words I've never heard of. In French, profiterole. <laughs> yeah, that helped. <laughs> <laughs> so profiteroles are like pretty much this, but miniature. They're just dough stuffed with yummy stuffing. Okay, so explain what this is. Okay, so this is a cream puff. So it's a, a pastry. Yeah, that's all I got. And there's cream inside. Okay. And it's puffy. And What's then it I also called? bought a cheesecake on the side. So the place I bought this at is called Beard Papa's. Beard. It's all the way on Robson, which is why I came in exhausted this morning. <laughs> I had to walk a whole 13 minutes. Oh, my God. <sighs> That's people's walking regular is, lives. Walking is the worst. Move to San Fran. You can scooter everywhere. <laughs> I'm waiting for scoot, scoot. you in to bring me my scooter. <laughs> so anyway... There's three cream puffs and a cheesecake stick here because I thought cheesecake stick sounds kind of fun. Fun. I have cheesecake no idea if that's stick. like part of the thing. I want to see the, the color of the. So there's three. Stuffing. There's three flavors of uh, cream puffs here, and as usual, some people some people keep taking all our forks. So public service announcement: give us back our forks. Yeah, stop it. It's not. I don't know. Stop taking forks home. I don't know what else what to tell fork, you. Man? What the fork? <laughs> um. So we have three flavors here. We have vanilla. 
green tea oh, green and tea. chocolate. I don't know what's what. I can't tell. I'm going to go with green tea, actually. Um, so give it. it a shot. And then we'll go from there. Radio silence again. Mm. Twice in one show is bad. Holy, that's really good. Yeah. I was about to swear. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't swear. <laughs> we swear we didn't swear, Mom. <laughs> Yeah, this is great. I can get, I'm on board for this for sure. You're on board with this. So it's on Robson Beard Papa's. I think there's a couple. It's like a super size profiterol. <laughs> I still don't I know cannot, if I'm saying it I right. I cannot say that word, but it's going to be the title of our, this mm. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up and it's going to be the title of this episode. So all, all, all the birds are watching outside now and they want in on this food. So we're going to mm-hmm. sign off here. Um, stay tuned for more. We're going to be back two weeks from now as... Shadi enjoys her. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. <laughs> and we're signing off. So join us next time for Lunch Academy episode 008. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>